Hey, it's your homegirl, Abby Cornelius. This is episode 21, and we are going to talk about my midlife crisis. <laughs> so I am going to turn 40 this year. I am also just a few days away from my one-year mark from when I left uh, the corporate world and went out on my own. So it's safe to say I am still in the midst of my midlife crisis, um, but it really started a few years earlier, like most people during the pandemic. And Today, I want to get a little bit more real about my thoughts and concerns and fears and where I was and where I'm trying to go and all of those things in hopes that you guys know that you're not alone um, if you're feeling these similar ways and to also maybe educate you on what is making you feel if you're like me and you're feeling very burnout or very stuck or very concerned, is this the path for me? Like if you're having those feelings, um, I want to help just give you my side of the story and maybe it'll shed some light on where you're at and maybe help you. I fully acknowledge everybody's on a different journey and I do not encourage people to leave their jobs. <laughs> I'm going to say that right now. Um, what's good for me is not always good for you. And what's good for you is not always good for me. So we can all agree on that before we get started. But in the in the vein of being very authentic and um, me trying to step into showing up more courageous and more compassionately for myself and others, I feel like it's really important for me to share my story and hopes that it helps other people. Also, I get asked this question a lot. Um, why did you leave your company? Um, or why did you leave home building? First of all, I want to say I did not leave home building because I'm still coaching women in home building. I'm still very much a part of that. Um, and I still am wholeheartedly behind this passionate pursuit, passionate pursuit, excuse me, of promoting uh, women in home building, but really just women in general. Like, ladies, we're amazing. We deserve to have all these wonderful opportunities and uh, home building is such a great industry because I think there's an opportunity for really big impact. And that's what a lot of women seek. Um, but anyway, I, I back on track. So I've started reading the book, The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown, and I absolutely adore it. And I do this thing, guys, where I kind of call it like personal development roulette. I just go into Amazon and I type in personal development books and I let Amazon tell me what I need, which is so crazy. But this was one of the first books that popped up. And I was like, oh, that sounds good. The cover's cute. And I love Brene Brown. And I clicked on it. Surprised I never heard of the book before. But again, I think things come to you in the times that you need them. And before she even digs into like chapter one of the book, she talks about having um, a midlife crisis and how she actually calls it the great unraveling. And I was like, oh, that's what I'm doing. Like, that's what I'm doing. I am unraveling. And I've been unraveling for the last couple of years. And I would say to people like, oh, I feel like I went through my midlife crisis early. Um, I didn't do I didn't do the typical things like buy a fancy car and like lose all this weight or like, you know, whatever. Um, I quit my job instead, which is equally crazy. But it's not about the job. And there's a million and one reasons why. And I could do thousands of podcasts on things that happen at work that were absolutely asinine that would cause anybody to leave. Um, and I'm sure you all can, right? Like we've all had those moments at work where you're like, oh, red flag, I probably shouldn't be here. This isn't about that. Um, me leaving was about me and my journey and what I needed from life and that my work was no longer providing that and that I changed. And so it's silly to think that as Abby evolves and I started very early in my career within home building and even with the company I was with, um, 
that as I evolve as a person to think that staying somewhere that isn't also evolving with me is reasonable. So I kind of think about work as like another relationship in your life, right? So if I, you know, I've been with Sean forever. I've been with Sean since we were 18 years old, really 19. And um, we've both changed and grown a lot, but we have grown and changed together and we're on the path together and we have the same core values. And so as I'm reflecting this huge relationship that I have with my work and I'm realizing that my core values are not aligned with my company's core values and that it's causing me to show up at work inauthentically, it's causing me to um, try to fit in instead of truly feeling like I belonged. I I've said this a million times while I was working and this should have been a warning sign for me. I used to say almost annually, um, I, I still feel like a square peg in a round hole. And I was forcing it so hard to try to be what I thought they needed me to be, or to be what I saw was valued within the organization. And it was constantly a mismatch. So it was like grinding, um, you know, causing me stress and anxiety. And I'm sure at times causing my organization stress and anxiety because I'm very different and I, I wanted to pursue things. But it also caused me to not say everything that I was thinking and feeling, which was stifling to me, right? So when I would get a praise at work and it's like, hey, we do see you as this future candidate. It's like, but do you see me as that or this version of me that's showing up at work every day? And I think I had to get really honest about the fact that who I was showing up to at work was not the real me. And how do I unravel that? And how do I, uh, I love this thing multiple times I've committed career suicide. So how do I allow myself to commit career suicide, so to speak, in a way of getting to that next level? So early in my career, um, while I was selling homes, when I found out I couldn't have kids, I really started to like suck at selling houses. I mean, I think I had like two or three zero months in a row and um, my boss didn't know what was going on, but obviously they weren't happy. I wasn't happy. I needed money because I was trying to figure out how to grow a family. Um, but here I was so in my head that I couldn't make money. And I figured out for me, the best thing for me to do was to step back because the pressure of not having a kid and the pressure of full commission job, all that was just too much. So I quote unquote committed career suicide and I asked for a demotion and it was met with grace and it was very welcoming. And I, you know, shared my story and I got the space I needed to adjust and to heal and to create my next plan. And that moment slingshotted me into one of my favorite jobs, which was a trainer. So within a year I went from being self-demoted <laughs> to, you know, into a new role with high exposure and high impact. And I, and I loved it. And so I, I call that a slingshot moment, right? Sometimes we need to get pulled back to go forward. And so I am in the midst of a slingshot moment. Um, and that's the way I'm perceiving it, right? I feel very pulled back. Um, I self-elected myself out of the campaign of you know, being a division leader with a large organization, I self-selected out of staying within a corporation so that I can fly forward into whatever paths for me. And it is scary as hell. It is also amazing and wonderful and full of joy. Um, but that's my unraveling. My unraveling isn't about, you know, sticking it to the man. It isn't about, you know, 
my strong opinions, although I have them about certain company cultures. It's not about any of that. It's, it's, it's about me trying to figure out who the hell is Abby and what does she really like? And this has been a multiple year journey. It started with me recognizing um, after years of my husband telling me I have no hobbies, I realized I have no hobbies. And so I started to try to make a concerted effort to enjoy things outside of work. And so I took up watercoloring, which was super fun for me. I took up wake surfing, which I love. I started reading again, which I always loved. Um, and I started to, you know, do more things with my girls and spend more quality time with my kids outside. I love, you know, hiking. I love walking. I probably walked more in the last few years than I have ever, um, Recently, I used to walk a lot and I, and I always found it very relaxing and enjoyable. So trying to get back to things and also explore new things that may bring me joy outside of my work accomplishments. Um, another thing I realized is that I was highly addicted to achievement and my addiction to achievement was showing up as perfectionism. And uh, again, reading this book, the, the Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown, I'm realizing more and more that these things are things that got in my way. Um, these are things that are holding me back. And perfectionism isn't about doing your best work. Perfectionism is about overanalyzing and trying to be um, trying to show up in a way that gets you uh, appreciation, value, and worth. It's it's that your worth is tied to this. And I worked in a culture where you were on a scorecard. You were rated based on your performance and based on your achievement. And it was very, what have you done for me lately? It was a rolling month over month pressure. And this creates perfectionism in people who are inclined to it. And perfectionism is stops you from showing up as your authentic self and bringing your full gifts because you're bringing what you need to, to hit those marks and to show up as who they need you to be, to feel like, oh, I've made it. I'm above the red line on this scorecard. And I struggled in my career with this feeling of I'm never enough. I'm never enough, I'm never enough. And I don't feel like that personally. I feel very like, you know, whatever fulfilled as an, as an individual, but at work, it was just this like constant, like, what are you doing? You haven't done enough. You need to do more. And, da, 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 da. and it was just very, very heavy. Um, and so learning that about myself and then learning that, um, well, I had one of my bosses, um, I was doing a lot of exploration of exploring this, this leadership path. And is this something I want? And for those of you that know me, I do a lot of research. I like to have planners and notebooks and I like to know what the heck is going on. And, um, so I asked a lot of questions of division presidents and asked, you know, what do you love about your job? What do you not love about your job? How did you get into this job? And I got all kinds of wonderful answers. Um, very insightful. Well, one of my bosses actually knew me, uh, more than others said, Hey, Abby, just like ask yourself this. How much longer are you going to be working? And I said, oh, probably like 25 years left. And he's like, is this the work that you see yourself doing for the next 25 years? And without a beat, without a pause in my mind, I said, hell no. And it wasn't that I didn't want to do the work. I didn't want to do the work the way that I was doing it. And I didn't want to continue to feel the way that I was feeling showing up to work every day, constantly stressed, constantly feeling behind the eight ball, constantly feeling like I had to overprove myself, especially as a woman, constantly feeling like, am I insane that my way of people first is wrong? Like, I really feel like this is the right way. Like, I, I couldn't continue to live in that cycle. And so it became very clear to me during that that instance, and I don't even know if the person knows that that conversation had that impact on me, Um 
I thought this wasn't for me. And so I started to express concerns about that and express concerns, being very authentic and vulnerable with uh, big bosses within my company saying, hey, here's where my heart is. Here's where my passion lies. Here's how I want to show up. Um, and is there a path for me here to do that? You know, if I say I don't want to be a division president, but here's what I do want to do and here's how I do want to add value and impact. Is there a path for me here to do that? Um, and so I'm going to share one of my big stories of my midlife crisis. And I alluded to this in a post um, a couple of weeks ago. So while having one of these conversations with not my direct boss, but I like to call my big boss, so two bosses above me, um, I've known this person since I was 21. So this is somebody I have history with and somebody that I really respect. Um, and I'm sharing this with them, like, hey, here's where my heart is. Here's how I want to show up at work. Here's how I feel like I'm not bringing any of this to the table. And so I'm feeling very misaligned. And I don't know what the answer is, but this is, you know, my feelings. And I am told that I need to put all of those gifts and things that I enjoy doing into a box and put them up on a shelf that I don't need them now. I probably need them later, but I don't need them now. And I know that this conversation was well-intentioned on their part. Um, but my interpretation of this conversation was, oh, okay, so everything I'm feeling about me not being worthy and <laughs> me not being, it's gonna make me cry, sorry guys, um, accepted for who I am here, it's true, that you really wanna put me in a box and you wanna put me on a shelf. And in that moment, um, little Abby from Sunday school starts singing, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And don't let Satan it out. I'm not a very religious person, but that song just came to my head. And I knew in that moment that everything that I had been questioning and everything that I have been researching and everything that I have been curious about um, was true that this path was not for me, that this path was about putting me in a box, that this path was not about me showing up who I am authentically, that this path that I was on was for somebody else. And it may have been who I was supposed to be, but it certainly wasn't who I really was. And so that day, um, I, I'm grateful for that conversation. I'm grateful for the clarity that it provided me. And I'm grateful for the fire that it put in me to say, there's gotta be a better way. There's gotta be a way where Abby can show up as Abby, um, <laughs> that I can have a tattoo that I don't have to hide, um, that I can you know, have to leave early because my kids are sick and I wanna be there because I'm mom. Um, that I can say, hey, I'm having a shit day and I just, I, I need a moment. Um, I, I need the, the space and the grace to submit something that's good enough and let it be good enough and not ruin my weekend over, over planning it. Um, and again, a lot of this was me. This is a me journey. This isn't about my company. This is about me and things I'm learning about myself. And so I spent, after that conversation, I spent six months working really hard to figure out what else I could do. And what's another road for me? And what's another path for me? And here's what I found out. 
I don't fucking know. And that's okay. But I did know that that wasn't for me and I wasn't going to spend any more time and energy giving it to, um, giving the best of me to something that didn't want the best of me. And so I am creating my own path. I have explored so much this last year. Um, for those of you that have, that actually know me when I left, I started a digital marketing company, helping small businesses run, um, Facebook and Instagram ads. And I still do that a little bit on the side. Um, but mostly I spent a majority of my time doing that for my parents' family business, And I was able to grow their business significantly through those efforts. And then I started helping them more because I made them busier than they wanted to be as semi-retired people. Um, So now I am working part-time in my family business with my parents and I'm working part-time being a coach to women in home building. And here's what I'm going to tell you guys. My mission is crystal, crystal fucking clear now. I want to do more of what I love with who I love and that I'm doing. I'm spending time with my parents. I'm spending time with my kids. I'm spending time with my husband. I'm spending time with these amazing women in home building who I get to coach and give advice and how to show up great for themselves every day. And it's a joy. It's an, it's an enormous joy. I get to teach and talk and train and create content and do all of this stuff that I love every single day. And I'm so insanely grateful for that. And I left behind a, yes, everybody wants to know, Abby, like, are you okay financially? I get this, get this like stress text from people. Are you okay financially? Um, It's been hard. I'm not going to lie, but I did good in my previous life to give me the opportunity to explore this and it is growing. And I trust that whatever I do and however I add value and impact in the world, that it is going to make a difference and it's going to continue to help me provide for my family. And I'm not worried about that. And guys, as much as I should be super stressed leaving, you know, the path that I was on financially, I can't even begin to tell you how unstressed I am sitting in this seat, doing more of what I love with who I love and being okay with not knowing what the next five years looks like, but being very clear about how I'm going to spend my time and how I'm going to serve and how I'm going to feel full and fulfilled. And so the quest for me now is to stop faking it, to stop trying to fit in, to stop trying to create content that organizations like, this is not going to be a favored content from organization, but this is going to be what people need to hear. And um, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help ladies feel you're not alone. And if you are in any way feeling like you suffer from perfectionism, that you are not sure if you're on the path that you're supposed to be on, if you feel like you are also questioning what you're doing every day, like is saying yes to this worth saying no to family time, you know, X, Y, Z, my health, whatever that is. Um, I encourage you to, to sit with that feeling and to ask questions and to ask yourself some honest questions and to ask yourself, Am I doing this to fit in or I'm doing this because this is where I truly belong? And I think that's a hard question to answer. And I can say, honestly, my career was to fit in my corporate career. And what I'm doing now is in a hopes of me feeling like I belong to me. And so I hope this is encouraging for some of you out there, or at least um, thought provoking, if nothing else. And I want to thank you guys for listening and for sitting with me through um, my uncomfortableness. 
and sharing my story. And I would love to hear yours. So if you want to chat, please reach out. I will have a link to schedule a call in my show notes. Um, so yeah, let's hop on a call. Let's chat. I want you to know that you're not alone. And um, I'd love to see if there's any way that I can help you on your journey. Um, if nothing else, just to be an ear and to say, hey, you're, you got this <laughs> and uh, that it gets better. So that's it for now. That's the beginning of my midlife crisis or my great unraveling. And uh, I will see you guys next week.